Welcome into the breeze with DP and Haas on 937 the ticket and the ticketfm.com. All right, welcome into the breeze. I am Harrison Arns running the board, and we have Haas as always, the host of the show, and DP is back as well. Uh, so we got a full show ahead. We're going all the way up until one o'clock here before we throw it to Tom Stevens uh, and Mike. So we got a full show here, guys. Appreciate you guys listening. And then, uh, Haas, I'll throw it to you. Thanks, Harrison. It was uh, fun having you fill in for DP for a couple weeks. And when we talk about our first segment, I, I have you in mind. And uh, you'll, you'll see, because we're going to talk about the top 10 quarterbacks. There's some guys in there that you've been giving props that, that a lot of people don't. And uh, last week, DP talked about Josh Allen. He hasn't done it. Everyone's talking about how great Josh Allen is and and with all the interceptions he's had the last couple of weeks and what he's done in the playoffs, DP mentioned that he's not the guy. So I'm like, we got to talk about the top quarterbacks. <laughs> who, who, who are the top quarterbacks in the NFL? I keep hearing about Dak Prescott, a top 10 quarterback. Keep hearing about different people. Obviously, Russell Wilson's dropped off. So DP, where is Josh Allen, in your opinion, as a top 10 quarterback? Um, whenever you have these, these top 10 discussions, you have to set parameters for what, what it is exactly that you're trying to identify. Are you trying to, to say that, Hey, if there's a quarterback draft today to play a game today, are they in the top 10? Uh, if you're drafting for the future of your franchise of all the available quarterbacks, where do they fall? Uh, if you've got to win one game, um, does that, does that, does that fall within what you're talking about? And so for me, when you say top 10, you're saying top 10 now, now, like the way they're playing now and the ability to trust. So if I had to win a game today, which quarterbacks would I take in you know, the top 10 that I would take? Um, I trust my eyes, uh, but I also don't give credit for things that have not been accomplished yet. So if you're talking about somebody that's won 250 games versus somebody who's won 25, I would be deeply mistaken by by choosing the one whose volume I cannot trust over time to win an important game. And an important game is defined by playoffs, uh, play-in game Super Bowls. That's still the definition of, of for that for me. Now, and now, and again, if we're talking about the future, that's a different list. No, no, no. We're on the same. But page. if you're talking about if I have to win a game today and I get to pick ten quarterbacks, I'm still going to take number twelve first. I'm going to take number twelve first. If I have to win one game today, the guy that I trust the most is still number 12. Um, if I had to win a game today, I would trust that other number 12, that other dude in, in, in Lambeau because of what, what they've done. Then you get into the interesting space that Patrick Mahomes, because he's played at that level, he's been in that space, um, you consider him. After that, 
you're really talking about flavor of the day. <laughs> like you're talking about flavor of the day. Like what do you want to do and how are you going to win? If I'm playing in the cold, uh, there's a certain group of quarterbacks I'm going to take. If I'm playing in an indoor, if I'm playing indoor on turf, uh, Lamar Jackson goes to the top of the list because of his ability to move in that space. Uh, I'm not sure that you – I'm going to trust Joe Burrow because he took his team recently to the Super Bowl. And and by that, I mean I literally – literally he made plays to get his team to the Super Bowl. It's not like uh, – you know, I'm a little weary on Kirk Cousins because he's got one of the top five runners and top five receivers – so him being productive sh- really shouldn't be that difficult. <laughs> it shouldn't be that complicated. Um, I, I, I stay away. Like Tua, Tua, Herbert, Geno, Jalen, Josh, they're all in a pool of five that haven't proven that they can win big games. They're having a great run right now. But do I would I trust them with my mortgage money? The answer is no. I'll trust the veterans who know how to play in those situations and then uh, move along. So Josh, for me, is out. Josh, quite frankly, I'll upset some people here. I put Josh in the DAC category. Ooh. I put Josh in the DAC category because – Neither one of them, with talent around them, have accomplished the mega success. Like, they're not. Like, they haven't. And so, it doesn't mean they won't, but if I had to trust them today, Dak, Kirk, uh, yeah, that's... Dak, Kirk, and Josh go in the same category of quarterbacks for me. They're not – I don't trust them yet uh, to do the things that are required to win the game of the day. That's just me. Well, DP, I had to read your lips for about a minute and a half. I don't know if you can tell. (laughs) Yeah, to sum it up real quick, he threw Josh Allen – um, in the same category as Dak Prescott, because he hasn't quite proven it yet. They've they've accomplished they've accomplished the same not things. <laughs> <laughs> like look, I mean, forget about the the dressing, the window dressing, and the narrative. But the reality is, he had Josh Josh Allen had the best team last year, but he was outplayed in the most critical of moments by another dude who's higher on the list. Like, when they've gone head-to-head, Brady, Rodgers, et cetera, have still outperformed in meaningful moments. I mean, think about it this way. I'm not sure that we're giving Jimmy Garofalo enough credit. Well, no, look, look, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, You get your own personal bias out of the way. But you're talking about a dude who's put his team in Super Bowls and in Super Bowl contentions without having the elite players around him to carry the burden of what he needs to handle offensively and competed offensively in those meaningful games and those meaningful moments. Look, it's easy to say, well, listen, 
he made a bad throw that kept the, the 49ers from winning a Super Bowl. But count the 11 quality throws he made in that game. NFL Sunday elite throws he made in that game to make the game competitive in the first place. Like, One, I get if, if he's playing the Rams, he's always looking great. So I don't well, care about no, the interception. He beat, he beat everybody in the NFC to get that team there. And look, you can't name the all five receivers that he had to throw to to get that team to Super Bowl because they weren't very good. Like, they, they weren't. And compared to the other – look, would you compare them to Chiefs receivers? Would you compare them to what, what, what Kirk Cousins has now? Would you compare to what Josh Allen has now in Buffalo? Would you comp- – no. No. So, look, he showed up on those days. Everybody else, when Dak and Josh choked in those moments, Garofalo got his team to, to, to the NFC Championship and the Super Bowl, and the others didn't. Like you can you can go through all the other, I'm about what do you do when it matters? Everybody's good when it's casual and you out there just just stalking people. But what happens when you're being stalked and all eyes are on you and all you have to do is not fall? Those are quarterbacks who are in the same space until they prove that they should be they should be put in that other category. They can't be. They can't be. I had to go. I had to go look because uh, it's just trying to remember who's the most clutch, who's won it in the last ten, twelve, thirteen years. That's still in the NFL. So mm-hmm. there's Foles. Yeah. There's Mahomes. Yep. There's Russell Wilson. Yep. There's Brady. Uh-huh. And Matthew Stafford. That's uh-huh. the only five QBs that that have won. And the are they playing? Are they playing at? The, understand, they are at a ten level. And then they play their way down to the pack. Russell Wilson is playing himself down to the pack, right? We haven't seen that Russell Wilson in 18 months. So that's where that is. Foles was in a terrible situation. And quite frankly, look, he, he looked, he went toe to toe with the goat and said, I'm not scared of you. Give me my ring. And then he made the plays for that Philadelphia team to win. Like, we're not talking about where, you know, the, the defense balled out and he did it. No, Nick Foles said, you know what? I got this. I look you dead square in the eye. Give me my chip. Um, Stafford, I, I think he's the biggest question mark for me. Oh, I think we lost DP a little bit there. Uh, he'll probably join back in here in a bit. I think his connection went out just a little bit there. Because, um, Haas, I can yeah, still see that- you fine. So Stafford, if he's going to talk about him, he had a bunch of talent last year and, and arm strength, and finally it's my time. Uh, DP, you're back if you want to continue your thought. Yeah, it, it's it's you have to consider all, all the metrics of it, all the things that play in the peripheral, who they played with, who they play for, right, that – playing under that system, that's lightning in a bottle. That Stafford team was lightning in a bottle, right? They didn't play. They weren't playing at that level before that. And they're not playing at that level after that, right? So, and neither has Stafford. Foles hasn't played at that level since then. Just for that day, he was exceptional. But if you had to win a game today, a meaningful game, a playoff game, are you telling me that you take the guy who's never done it over the guy who's done it? I can't I can't function that way. 
your audio is a little messed up, I think, unless it's my my headphones. Um, He's sounding good so, to me right now. Okay, so it's me. I'm sorry. No, Man, you're, we're having you're technical right. difficulties today. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't don't trip. Don't so, trip. I, he, let, let me say this, DP. If I were to pick a quarterback for my team, the 49ers, this year, that's how I looked at it when I was making my top ten list. So I I would I'm going with Mahomes first, then Brady, then Allen. And then I had the same thoughts that you did. Well, what has everyone else done? Because they haven't done much. And, and, and so when I go through my list, I actually have Tua at number four because he's done stuff in college. I know it's different than NFL, but he's done stuff in college. His pass rating is 118. Mm-hmm. He, he, when he's playing, the Dolphins are really, really strong. I look at how many interceptions that the quarterbacks have, the touchdowns that they have. The can they make the clutch plays? What's the team built around? If it's for the 49ers, I need someone who's accurate, who's not going to mess the game up, who's going to get the ball down the field, make clutch third down plays. Okay, so Jimmy G is doing that this year. He's doing that after, hey, he had shoulder surgery. I thought about that. Did I want to put him at 10? I didn't put him at 10, but he's actually doing it and he's not turning the ball over as much now as he was before. He had a bad Denver game. Fine. He just came back. He, he didn't throw for, for six, seven months. So that's a big deal for a quarterback. Okay. But after Tua, and, and, and Harrison, I put Tua ahead of your guy. I put him ahead of Burrow. I know Burrow's been there. Burrow, Burrow and Tua might have equal talent right now. I put Rodgers at six. I don't see Rodgers as the same Rodgers right now. And, and technically... And okay, I left off Rodgers of, of QBs that have one quarterback, but I think I think that was like 13, 14 years ago. So I have Rodgers at six. The one that is going to surprise people is I have Geno at nine. Because if you put Geno's stats, Geno's play, and change the name, if you change the name, you would put him in the top ten. Anyone else? Would no, put because him there's, in the there's still no longevity to it. There's still no that. longevity to what Gino's done. This is this is again. There's lightning in a bottle where where folks capture the moment, and that, that's what Gino's doing. And again, it's a long journey for him, and give him credit for for his his his, his ability to stick to it and to do that. But I'm not putting like if you're going to count college and you got to put Jalen Hurts back at the top of the conversation because he did he and Tua are one A and one B in that Alabama Oklahoma situation for what they did. Um, you can you can consider all that, but you also have to give Joe Burrow credit for that because of what he did at LSU. You can do those things, right? But still, not say that winning in college doesn't equate to winning playoff games in the NFL until they do. Until they do. So then you have to wait. Um, Tua is still a wait and see for me. But like. Wait and see. Uh, because he now has Patrick Mahomes' weapon number 1A to go along with guys who were also in the receiver factories. So we understand what that is. We don't know if their run game is going to help him as much as he's going to need for them to when it matters. How is he going to play in cold weather in, in December and January the it's going to play run, out. Have have a running game. They have a one-two running game with most. Well, well, but everybody has them now. What happens when you have to play playoff football 
and each of those carries matter. Like all of it is in play. Aaron Rodgers, for what he's doing, I mean, look, you took away the best receiver in football from him. You got to give the guy a little bit of credit. You know, just he's throwing to the JV receivers and still trying to compete in, a, in, in the black and blue division. So, you know, yeah, it's not going to be that easy for him. I just don't think, in truth, I don't think the quarterback plays very good right now. So, 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 so doing a top 10, a top five is tough. A top 10 is damn near impossible because you don't have guys who are playing uh, across the league at an elite level. It's just not happening. Brady's not playing at an elite level. Um, right now, I mean, to think about it, the guys who are playing that you would trust in full to get your team to the Super Bowl and win it based on his play and his play alone, there's one dude. There's one guy. Everybody else – you're just going, okay, and look, I'm not sure we trust Mahomes to be good enough to get this Chiefs team without Tyreek Hill to winning a Super Bowl. We we kind of think he's going to get there. We're not sure if he's going to get there. We certainly wouldn't be surprised if he get, didn't get there because everybody's looking at Joe. Like Joe Burrow was like, well, I don't care. Like I looked him dead square in the eye and took his chip. So I just I just think it's a weird time. If you did this for receivers, it's super difficult. If you did this for running backs, I'm not sure that you have 10 running backs that are playing at an elite level. You could do it for tight ends. Um, I'm not sure you could do it for offensive linemen. Um, because of style of play, I'm not sure you could do it for defensive backs. Um, defensive you might backs. be able to do a good one. Yeah, you – I mean – Right. Like it's it, it's a weird time in the NFL in that everybody's playing at a decent level and a good level. But do we have elite? Do we have an elite team? No, there's not one elite team in the NFL this year. There are a lot of really good teams in the NFL. But do we know that any of the one loss teams or two loss teams are going to be playing uh, in those final two weekends? The answer is no. Well said. And uh, real quick, we do got to get to break, but Haas, I'll kind of let you uh, bounce off that and respond before we get to our break here. So, one, for the Dolphins, I think they might have a Cleveland Brown-type running game, and they do have experience because Mostert dominated in the playoffs, and Jeff Wilson has dominated in the playoffs. So the Dolphins taking the 49ers' weapons and putting it on their team. Now, now, now they have a strong defense with Howard. They have a good line, and, and then they have the receivers – with all that speed. So I, I just, for me, the fit with Tua is why I think Tua is a great quarterback. You can obviously say, fine, then put Aaron Rodgers there and they'd be a lot better. You could put Mahomes, Brady there, they'd be a lot better. You could put Allen there, they'd be a lot better. But what I was looking at for was if it was my own team, I want a guy that I could trust that isn't going to just burn the house down. And that's why I had Tua there. Uh, I do have Rodgers, Lamar, Herbert, Gino and Hertz to round out my top 10. It is, it is a weird year. You go look at games and you go and try to pick teams and, and the lions go beat the Packers when the Packers must win. And, and just, there's these crazy games every week where you're just like, what? Uh, and, and so nothing is unbelievable anymore with Washington beating Philly. I I've been saying for four or five weeks, Philly's not a strong team. Everyone just keeps talking about how great Philly is, how great the giants are, how great, the, the Cowboys are, and I don't think they're that good. 
I, I, I think the NFC is going to be played through San Francisco and Tampa Bay. And, and I've, been, I've been saying that for a while. And for the NFC, AFC, I would love to see a rematch with Mahomes. Uh, in, not a rematch. I'd love to see Mahomes play against Tyreek in the AFC Championship. That would be really cool to watch. Yeah, absolutely. With that being said, though, we are up to our break. Uh, this is The Breeze. I'm Harrison Arnes running the board, and we got the host of the show, Haas, already here, and then Derek Pearson as well. We will be back right after this break.